Is my attic haunted? How come birds can find their way home without Google Maps, but I can't? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This This Paranormal Life! Hello! And welcome back to This Paranormal Life. This is the weekly comedy podcast where every Tuesday, me, Kit Career Mulvena, Rory Powers is sitting across from me, we dive into a different paranormal case and get to the bottom of whether it's truly paranormal or not uh, by the end of the episode. How are you doing today, Rory? I'm doing pretty good, Kit. I woke up this morning excited to dive into a new paranormal case. I was in a good mood. The sun was shining. I was ready to investigate some ghosts. here in London. Yeah. I went to go get some milk out of my fridge for my cereal, and uh, I realized that the milk in the back of my fridge had expired by about two weeks. And I was like, hey, I'm not going to let that phase me. I'm still in a good mood. Uh, I'll pivot. I'll go get a croissant or something, but I need to get rid of the milk. Uh, So I grabbed the milk, went over to pour it down the sink. The carton slipped from my fingers, hit the bottom of the sink, and the milk exploded out of the lid like a yogurt cannon, showering me in two weeks. Not like milk. Not like like milk. Thick like yogurt, yeah. It was like some sort of cottage cheese cannon. (laughs) Oh no. It was bad. I didn't want to ask what the stains were on on your, what looks like a brand new jacket. What looks like a brand new jacket. It was new. It was new. Hence the good mood. Lightly Uh, used. And I uh, tried to return it this morning. I said, I said, yeah, it's just, it's a little, it's a little small for me. Uh, Can I get a refund? And they said, sir, you reek of cheese. You're dripping in cheese. (laughs) Dripping. I think it's affecting you as well because when I walked in, you started crying. I just don't understand why you didn't shower or change. We were rushed. You knew we had to record this podcast today. I just had to rush out the door in whatever I had on me. And yes, it just had to be in a rotting five. It's 5 p.m. It's been so many hours. What time did you get up? It's been so many hours since you tried to have cereal. I'm wearing it out of principle now because I'm not going to let it ruin my mood. (laughs) Right. Well, you paid for it now, so you've got to get the use. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Can I ask what was the cereal of choice Uh, for a paranormal investigator? The cereal of choice for a paranormal investigator is, of course, Lucky Charms. Just so I can remind myself what leprechauns look like on the daily, just in case I come across one. And also because my ass is so cursed, that's the closest to luck I will ever experience, <laughs> is eating a lucky charm. When you're eating shit sandwiches for lunch and dinner, you're going to want a few lucky charms for breakfast. I really feel like that has happened to me, by the way, too. Uh, I don't know why, like... The milk bomb? Getting rid of uh, rotten milk. When it's normal milk... Or any other goddamn liquid, straight down the sink, no problem. But when the milk is only a day old, it becomes a full-blown bukkake session. Oh my god. (laughs) It is flying in every direction, in every hole, in every corner, in every crack. And yeah, I smell, all right? And I I know they can't see it or or, or hear it on the podcast, but it's bad. It is like a bukkake scene in that it is legal somehow only in Japan. Uh... (laughs) Not a sentence I thought we would be leading today's investigation with, but uh, somewhere we've ended up. Nonetheless, Rory, I'm so sorry to hear that you've had such bad luck, um, but I'm glad to say we're going to be taking you and our listeners on a paranormal adventure today, talking about a, a hard-hitting paranormal case. Wow, I'm so excited. Hopefully some sort of haunted shower or axe body spray. Uh, That would really be a case that I could do with right now. To be fair, I think we've all experienced a few haunted showers in our time. One that oscillates vastly between scorching hot and ice cold every 15 seconds. Yeah, on my recent trip to Blackpool for the world's largest magic convention. (laughs) I'm just throwing that in there real quick. 
Uh, I stayed at a, a little place that I will not name sure. where uh, when being given a tour of my room, they said, if you have to have a shower, <laughs> if you insist, you, you little city boy, if you insist on having a shower, you have to run the tap at the same time, turn this dial, pull this bit, don't touch that one or it all goes down. Uh, then your shower will work unless anyone else in the building is showering at the same time. Right, which is quite likely given it's a hotel and people generally shower in the morning. Which I did try to do and it was like <laughs> a, a baby dribbling hot mouth water over my shoulders at 9am. It wasn't a great experience. Yeah. So haunted showers, it's a real thing that we have to live with. Hey, we're no strangers to a Glasgow shower. Here on This Paranormal Life, we're getting sidetracked. It is time to get into today's paranormal investigation right after a couple of words from today's sponsors. Rory, our story today begins on Sunday, the 12th of May, 2019. Whoa, that's recent. I wish I could tell you the name of our protagonist, but their identity has been redacted. Mm, Oh, you know it's going to be a good story then. Not because the MIBs got to them or because Kit didn't spend enough time researching the case. No one's saying that. But because this case starts on 4chan. Rory, do you know much about 4chan? I don't, actually. Uh, My internet knowledge, while vast, does have its limitations. Uh, I can go as far as Reddit, uh, but no further. (laughs) Yeah, which is probably for the best. Just like in your regular life, Your knowledge of the world goes quite far, but it doesn't normally extend to criminal undergrounds, dark seedy underbellies of cities. For the uninitiated, 4chan is one of the world's biggest internet forums and image boards used by more than 20 million people daily discussing politics, anime, pop culture, and more. Okay. It is also one of the most openly depraved, problematic, racist shithole websites around, with countless, countless, countless controversies over the years. But to be fair, that is kind of the whole internet at this point. That's true, yeah. You could be describing Facebook right now. (laughs) Unfortunately for us, kind of globally, weirdos are also really into the paranormal. So it's true. 4chan's paranormal page slash x slash is an incredibly active paranormal community. I'm into this. It is one of those things, it's like, as you say, uh, maybe we were a little old for 4chan. it has been out for a while, but I think you had to be so deeply online of a person to hang out there that I don't think we ever uh, did much. But there is something vaguely cool about its kind of anonymous hacker style interface. Yeah, very matrixy, isn't it? This online community uh, using message boards to communicate. I'm into it. And on this paranormal page at 2.37 p.m. local time, one user posted a photo with the caption, quote, post disquieting images that just feel off. Hmm. The image, Rory, was this one. Ooh, okay. So, you know, maybe not the most upfront creepy picture we've ever uh, investigated on this Mm -hmm. podcast. This basically looks like uh, the interior of some kind of building where it's completely empty, no furnishings, uh, blank walls, uh, plain carpet. There's kind of fluorescent, almost office-like lights up above and a very boring kind of repetitive beigey yellow wallpaper 
all across, but it is very empty, very ominous, a little creepy looking, but not overly terrifying or scary in any way. Yeah, I think they summed it up, didn't they? It feels, it, I would say it feels off. Mm-hmm. Without getting into too much analysis early on, there is something about the way like the camera's tilted, the way we can see around two or three corners that kind of almost leads your eye to be like, what is in there? Uh, it almost looks like we're peeking around a corner. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I agree. Posted to a paranormal page with the caption we just heard, there is very, very little to go on here. Not very remarkable. But the thread started popping off. People immediately recognizing just how cursed this image was, but in a way that's quite hard to put your finger on. And they started sharing tons of their own images too. Empty, unsettling rooms, abandoned places, and dim scenescapes illuminated only by sterile fluorescent lights. Nightmarish scenes began to creep in. Horrible depictions of cemeteries, hooded figures, and houses set on fire. Oh, that's a bit of a right angle, isn't it? Within hours, people were truly off the rails. Everyone had tapped into the f***ed up feeling of being in one of these kind of strange off spaces. Mm, yeah, but some of those spaces are, sounds like they're a little more weird than the other ones. You can't kind of be like, yeah, dude, this creeps me out so much. The empty offices, you know, these blank spaces where no one's been before. Here's a picture of a man burning a baby on a fire. And it's like, that's just f***ed up. What is that one? Where where did that come from? Welcome to 4chan, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We got flaming babies everywhere. (laughs) Only eight hours into this thread at 2207, our anonymous friend posted a reply to their original image. If you're not careful and you no clip out of reality in the wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms where it's nothing but the stink of old moist carpet, the madness of mono yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum humbuzz, and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. Wow. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby, because it sure as hell has heard you. Damn, that's pretty cool. This comment changed the game. No one was able to put their finger on why these images were so cursed. Why, whenever we walk into certain spaces, does it feel so wrong? How can an empty room feel disturbing? Maybe you feel that way because you're really in a liminal space. You've kind of briefly left your own world and ended up somewhere else. Right. So it's like when I go back to uh, like my childhood bedroom and it's like it just, you know, there was no love there. There was never any love there. You know, uh, the whole house is empty. Right. Uh, uh, look, does, parents, that, does it have like creepy lighting or like, is it kind of normal house? Blank, totally or? normal house. Parents gone Because I, I have for been, most of my like, childhood. I've, I associate it with yeah. being like really actually like comfy and really nicely decorated. My and house? Warm. Yeah. My house? No, cold. Is that emotionally or physically? gone on vacation without me? They said it was a mistake. They said they definitely left me a voicemail, (laughs) but nothing on my phone. That sort of spooky vibe, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So I don't want to get into it, but they left you a voicemail. (laughs) They claim to. Sorry, I'm getting fired up now. They claim to. That is worse. So they claim to leave you a voicemail. They didn't Uh, even get through saying that we're going on holiday. They said that they said that they were going on holiday, meet us at the airport, but they didn't even say what 
airport. So why would I, even if I got the voicemail, how mm -hmm. would I know which airport it was? Yeah. So you're saying like they might have like kind of, Just, is that up to say like intentionally left out enough information so you couldn't possibly have found them? Right. That even if I had got a voicemail, I wouldn't have been able to go skiing with them in France. Yeah. And they were gone for like six months as well. It was a big vacation. Yeah. So yeah, just that's kind of, you know, I have my own creepy back rooms. It's called because I did my home. Now that you mentioned, I did see a story from your sister on Instagram of them being on the plane, being like the caption was like whole family getaway um, right. Miss, missing Rory though, right? Did, emoji, did, did they tag me? Emoji. The row looked full on the plane. It didn't look <laughs> okay. like there was an empty seat either. So like, cause it was like your sister, her kids, your, you know, your mom, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Like, that's, that sucks that's to weird. Hear. Cause like, actually that sucks to hear. It just sounds like they might not have even, yeah. I don't know if they had another ticket or seat. Mm. You know what I mean? In my back rooms, there is no creature nearby. I wish there was a sound of something around the corner, but it's uh, just me, just me hanging out. Uh, so you said, where are they now? Do you know? Because they've kind of blocked me on a lot of accounts. Do you know where they are now? Uh, in the uh, Three Valleys. Uh, three yeah, Valleys. It's actually Skiing pretty nice again. ski resort. Yeah. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. 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 All right, that's that's fine. So, uh, no, it's we we can do our own thing. You and me, we can go on vacation or something, and then we'll send them voicemails. And if they answer, that's cool. They can come as well because I actually kind of miss them. Haven't seen those guys <laughs> in a while. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I'm glad that you, I just need to get off that topic. So I'm glad that you understand kind of, it sounds like you get the concept of the back rooms. Cause like, oh, I do. We yeah. won't, we won't, we, won't, too we much. won't dowell on the fact that you're pretty up that your bedroom is your back room. Yeah. Um, but like, we'll move away from that one. You know, is there maybe, have you ever been in kind of a different, maybe somewhere that's not your house ever seen somewhere like that? Like, um, you know, sometimes like an airport or. You know, you, you say that, but there, there are a few places Maybe not airports, but there's a few hotels I've been in before that definitely give off that strange, uncanny vibe. Yeah. Where it's just rows of identical rooms and carpet that goes on seemingly into the horizon. Or you look out a window into a courtyard that's just surrounded by hotel walls. It's all very artificial and just, yeah, something quite uncanny about it. Yeah, I feel like uh, Rory in his IGN days was no stranger to hotel rooms and conference centers. In the middle of nowhere, which is trippy <laughs> because maybe it's a place where you don't even speak the language. Uh, you're doing a bit of work, but then you're out there by yourself. Uh, yeah, very, very strange and isolating and a bit creepy at times. Uh, it's probably worth saying, actually, because I mentioned this idea of a liminal space. Now, these two ideas of the back rooms and liminal spaces, um, they get kind of thrown around and combined online because they're super similar. Yeah. I had to just clarify myself what a liminal space literally means because of course liminal it literally means like in between i guess two worlds yeah literally a transition space so i didn't realize that's literally what it means is like a hotel room is literally a liminal space it's somewhere you go transitioning from one destination to another so right. hotels airports hallways Oh, uh, I see. Stairwells. These are literally in between spaces. Yeah, because I've seen people be like, check out this liminal space. Yeah. It's an abandoned fucking Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. not really what that means. You're, you're <laughs> just talking about a creepy building that kind of has weird connotations. It's not a liminal space. And I guess it could be, but maybe if it was a Chuck E. Cheese in like a. Uh, a Dallas a truck airport. stop or something. <laughs> right. Where it's yeah. Like, you know, like a weird place for Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Keep an eye on some of the, the adults going into that one. <laughs> right. That's weird. 
Uh, I went to a Chuck E. Cheese um, at Christmas for the first time in maybe 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, I saw you spent Christmas Day there. That was pretty sad, too. Yeah, they Uh, serve beer. They serve beer at Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know if you knew that or not. Drinking. And there's no limit as well. You can can start at like 10 a.m. Anybody else there? There were kids. These weren't mine. So that's fine, right? Yeah. You weren't talking to them, were you? No. I was just like, just, just chatting to see if they like. So you were talking <laughs> a little bit, just because there's no one else there. So I was like, "Oh, do you kids want a beer or something?" Oh, I got, so <laughs> so f-ed up on Christmas Day, offering children beer. <laughs> I got a drink with someone, or else it would be sad. <laughs> I only didn't get arrested because I was dressed as Santa Claus, and they thought I was uh, giving out presents. <laughs> I know you want a slinky, Timmy, but I think you're actually going to love this Bud Light. <laughs> There was actually just one other thing I wanted to explain to our listeners if they didn't understand. Our original poster mentioned no clipping. Can you explain that one to our non-gamer listeners? Uh, Yeah, that kind of threw me as well. I think no clipping in the context of video games is when you kind of glitch your way outside of the map, glitch your way outside of the path you're supposed to be on. So in this context, I guess they're saying, be careful you don't do that in reality and slip into the liminal world yeah. between worlds. Because I guess if you're playing uh, Fortnite, it can on occasion happen that when you are supposed to, if you run into a wall and the game is supposed to recognize the wall and make you bump into it, you can sometimes just run right through it and fall into a nether world. Right, it's a glitch. It's basically, a, glitch. a real world glitch. So what they're saying is maybe it's possible that you can fall into the back rooms through a glitch in the physics of our real world. That's genuinely terrifying. So Rory, have you heard of the back rooms before? I've heard of it before um, as kind of an online creepypasta, but I do not know a lot about it, especially the history and the lore or the explanations behind it. But I'm kind of familiar with the imagery of it. It's kind of already, our listeners might be sensing... One of the kind of stranger and more conceptual paranormal cases we've investigated in recent memory, but that doesn't mean we haven't got good old-fashioned witness testimony and physical evidence to show you, Rory. From people who have glitched out of the world into the back rooms? It wasn't long after the original thread begun that a brave paranormal whistleblower came forward to tell their experience of the backrooms. ClayKid12345 wrote, It was approximately 12.15 when I entered the Johnson County Community Health Clinic. I was there for an appointment I had set up weeks ago, just a routine checkup. It wasn't a new place for me. I'd been there a couple of times before. Hello? As I walked in, An overwhelming feeling of deja vu swept over me. The hum of the flickering fluorescent lights, the white tile flooring, and the beige paint that colored the walls. I passed the empty waiting area and approached the woman at the front desk. She was sitting in her gray office chair, looking at a spreadsheet on the same Windows XP desktop they've had since 2008. I feel like this guy's getting a little bogged down in the details a little bit here. I think, uh, (laughs) is there something about the back rooms or something, or...? I noticed several birds flying by the window. (laughs) One swallow, two pigeons. Peculiar, I thought. Wasn't this the migration season? A pigeon should be (laughs) 2,000 miles north here. Rory, this is the type of detail that we would normally kill for, kill for, in a witness testimony on a normal episode of this paranormal life. 
turns out when your investigation is about an empty room, this is the <laughs> this is the most tantalizing evidence we can bring to the table. Normally, we've got a guy with three teeth called Buck who had three words to say about a star destroyer he saw in the night sky. You never know where you're going to get on this paranormal life. Sometimes it's a case where we have a story like this where the guy's saying the paint on the walls was not quite yellow, but not quite pure white. And then other times you have a case where within five minutes we're going, so the craft was approximately 20 <laughs> feet in length. <laughs> People were skinned alive by the alien beast. Uh, you, you never know which one you're going to get. The paranormal takes all sorts of forms. It does. Even boring Boy. ones. <laughs> all right, motherfucker. You listen to me, you piece of shit. <laughs> you're going to be sorry when you see where this goes in a couple of seconds. You're going to be saying sorry to old Gary Johnson over here. I was about halfway done with filling in my information when I slumped back in my chair. I hadn't gotten much sleep the night prior, and I was exhausted. As I slumped back, I noticed something very peculiar. Mm -hmm. My head never hit the wall. In fact, it felt like it went right through it. I got up quite frightened and looked at the wall. It didn't make sense. Why didn't I feel anything? So I reached to touch it, and my fingers went through it. <laughs> All right. I recoiled in shock. What the hell was that? Uh, what kind of hospital is this guy in? <laughs> <laughs> Should we kind of think he's in the wrong one? Maybe. <laughs> the restraints on my jacket were loosened, and I was able to tumble through. <laughs> I reached to touch the wall again only to find my fingers went through it once more. Then suddenly I lost my balance, tripped and fell directly through the wall. I fell face first onto some dirty tan carpeting. Upon getting up, I realized that I was in a completely different room. Or should I say, a set of rooms. The walls were covered in a tan pattern wallpaper. I turned around and tried to put my hands back through the wall, but they wouldn't go through. Jesus. I looked back. There were no windows, no doors, nothing on the walls. It was completely empty, aside from a singular plastic chair. At this point, the only thing going through my mind was fear and the repeating thought of, I need to leave. I started running through the rooms, desperately trying to find an exit, but there was no exit. Was this my permanent location until I died? <laughs> no, there had to be a way out. Then, in the distance, I heard footsteps. But not those of a human's. At least not of a normal human. Alongside the footsteps was a gurgling snarl. I began to run, as fast as I could from whatever the hell was approaching me. I ran for what seemed like forever, but I was always back in the same room I started in. I sat down, defeated, the feeling of dread filling my body, and I started to cry. I was going to die here. By the way, I'm still there. <laughs> I haven't left. <laughs> I've accepted my fate. In fact, I can hear footsteps again. Who is it? Gotta go. He's <laughs> <laughs> <You> coming back. <laughs> By the way, the beast's name is Michael. Pretty cool guy. We've been playing checkers in the evening. <laughs> Tell mother I say hello from the back rooms. <laughs> F bro, this is crazy. Wow, some, I, some pretty I, I crazy hope, claims. I hope he got out. This was probably posted, well, this was 2019, it was posted a few years ago. 
I don't know if he ever made it out, but um, that dude's dead. <laughs> I mean, that dude's straight up dead. If you're, <laughs> this is the bit in the horror movie where they find the notebook. Yeah. Where the last line is, I can hear footsteps, dot, dot, dot. And then there's just like a line, a tear on the page. Yeah, a bit of blood splattered yeah, on splattered there. splattered on the page. Uh, and, and we're like, hmm, <laughs> the diary entries ended suddenly. I hope he's still alive. <laughs> I'm sure he's just fine. Uh, this guy crashed his car on the way to the hospital and died. <laughs> That's straight up what happened. And I think he went to hell. <laughs> I mean, he's on 4chan. I don't know what's on his internet history, but that dude's in hell by the sounds of it. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, we do have a few context clues about the type of person he might be. Right. And it's not looking good for him. I, I think that's an interesting point you, you make. It's giving purgatory. It's giving hell. Yeah, purgatory. Yeah, serving purgatory for sure. I gotta say, this is kind of an outlandish claim to make. Go on. But I'm kind of digging this idea that life just has these corners or moments or little windows where you can actually glitch out of the machine and into like the developer build where they've yeah. just been doing a bunch of weird shit in the background. Uh, and he's kind of done that where he's like, he went into a level that was never brought into the game uh, and met a monster that was never turned into an animal. Cause there's a world where like, I don't know, mooses don't exist. Mice don't <laughs> exist. Mm -hmm. uh, and you glitch into a part where it's like, yeah, here was the moose. We were going to put him into Earth, but we didn't actually. So he's just in the back rooms wandering about. And you would freak the f*** out if you saw that thing. Right. This is like, you know, I'll see on Twitter, I'll follow like a Nintendo fan account or something. And they'll go, hi, did you know in an early beta version of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Link had a skateboard? Right. And if, <laughs> and if you just... If you just run in and out of the waterfall in the game 16 times, you get the skateboard. So uh, true. You're saying this might be possible, or it's at least cool to talk about if that was possible in real life. I think that's what's fascinating about the backrooms is that it touches on so many different ideas that are all a little bit interlinked. So it's like, if you look at the backrooms through the lens of like, I don't know, ancient beliefs, you might be like, yes, if you reach a certain mind state as told about in the Tibetan Buddhist rituals. Yeah. You can reach the fifth bardo where different entities reside. Or in our modern scientific parlance, you might say, what if like in the matrix, life is a simulation? Um, there are literally mathematicians out there who have crunched the numbers and are like, you know, there's a pretty good statistical chance that we are living in a simulation. So maybe it's not entirely crazy that we could no clip out of it. Yeah, you're like, in some of the hieroglyphics of ancient Egypt, uh, one of the pharaohs has a sports car. <laughs> I don't know if that's a glitch or like if he- Which we if are he, laughing, <laughs> but we've seen attack helicopters. We've seen, I mean, I, I we've think seen we, Apache attack <laughs> helicopters in hieroglyphics. I think we said that was a double no. I, I don't think know. we did on did the we? record. Uh, but one case that does come to mind is the case of staircases appearing in the woods. Extremely similar. Which kind of had a, a very familiar vibe of like, is this just a glitch in the world in reality that these objects that shouldn't exist are kind of like, uh, jolting into these random places and then there's bizarre consequences because the code can't handle when someone goes up the stairs in the woods. Exactly. Now, this thread and this account started a ton of speculation and discussion online of people trying to desperately work out how and why this is happening. What's in the back rooms? Why do you end up there? How do you get out? It sounds like you can't. <laughs> yes. 
I'll be honest with you. <laughs> well, we know they've got 4chan in there, but you might not be able to get out. Is it a physical space? Is it a psychological space? Is it like the Matrix? And it does have a Matrix feel to it, doesn't it? Like, it feels like to get out, you've got to find a payphone, like in the movies. Yeah, yeah. Or like yeah, the hard line or whatever. Isn't it in the second Matrix movie where he gets stuck in the train station yeah. and he runs down the tunnel and just appears at the other end of the tunnel? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. You, you open a window, it's bricked up, you know, yeah. all that, all that Very crazy strange. stuff. Well, these amateur paranormal researchers were able to work out a few different things by piecing together other people's stories, and they believe there are different levels within the backrooms. Mm -mm. The first is the endless carpet and retro wallpaper. Level two and three are more, quote, industrial and dangerous. And if you find yourself in one of those upper tiers, there's definitely no coming back, brother. Level four. It actually was a Chuck E. Cheese. It was an old abandoned Chuck E. Cheese. It was pretty creepy. The creature is, is Chuck. It's Charles E. Cheese. <laughs> Rory became so sad at Christmas after being abandoned by his family that he no-clipped out of this existence into the backroom's Chuck E. Cheese. But he was such a fucking buzzkill, they no-clipped him back into our world. <laughs> yeah, the up thing is the other kids that were in that Chuck E. Cheese I was the monster to them <laughs> it the turned kids out. could hear we could hear footsteps on the opening of a corona <laughs> <laughs> the footsteps of something way too sad to be human <laughs> I mean it looked kind of like a cool young person but he was on his own on Christmas day so something did not add up <laughs> now most think that the three levels is about enough but some suggest a number of layers is in the thousands. Some even say it's infinite. How many layers does hell have again? Is it like 13? Oh or yeah, 10? I don't remember. Uh, it's not infinite though, I do remember that. No, no, it's a, it's a reasonably small number uh, comparatively, uh, but I forget which depiction of hell originally had this, uh, these kind of like levels, where it was kind of, you know, similar to this, but maybe a bit worse, where it's like, hey, you know, level one is burning, level two is spears. <laughs> Level three is, uh, I don't know, your- Happy slapping, your, whatever. Your, your loved ones kick you in the nuts, who knows? Sure. Uh, but I think it gets worse progressively, mm. and that might be what we're seeing uh, with the back rooms. Uh, it seems like things are trending in a bad, a bad kind of direction. Oh, it's Dante's, Dante's nine circles of hell. Nine, yes. So, okay, it's actually a little bit more uh, ambiguous here. It goes from- uh, Limbo, lust, gluttony, greed, anger, heresy. It's all just okay. that. It's more like based on your sins. Right. I guess that's where you <laughs> Maximum go. Maximum security, which is diddling, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right, yeah. Right, right up to petty theft, uh, which is kind of minimum security. Hell. Yeah, it's true. So maybe the backrooms are something similar. I mean, if you are a bad person and you clip out of reality, you're going straight to the fucking diddler dimension. <laughs> <laughs> This is Rory's Circles of Hell. You think that's a funny name. Uh, researcher Amy even found a list online of the entities that can apparently be found in some of these upper tiers of the backrooms. We're Whoa. talking sentient animatronics. It's the Chuck E. Cheese! <laughs> it is the Chuck E. Cheese! I didn't even make the connection. Holy shit! <laughs> it's either that or the It's a Small World After All ride. Mm, equally creepy. We have party goers, party poopers, doll faces, and lastly, skin stealers. Oh my god. Now, I will concede, you might be getting the picture that a lot of this has become a bit tangled up in myth, 
as people love discussing it and picking it apart online, which is why we need even more evidence to get to the bottom of this. Rory, what if I told you I have video evidence of the back rooms? What? How did people get it out? I guess someone wrote from the back rooms, so video is not impossible. We are going to check that out right after some quick words from today's sponsors. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now... This thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. Okay, we are back and we are talking about the back rooms and we are about to dive in to some physical first-hand evidence, video evidence. Love this. So Rory, this is uh, actually on YouTube. As you can see, the title of the video is just The Back Rooms Brackets Found Footage. Sound, camera, rolling. All right, and action. Okay, this is really strange. Looks like people shooting a short movie it's quite old it's like vhs style almost yeah looks like almost like a school project whoa whoa somebody just fell through the ground (laughs) through the earth quickly and into the back rooms yeah we are we are in the in the back rooms now it did just say this is a short film (laughs) as a credit so while this may not be factual this could be a visual representation of an experience. So we are definitely, we're balls deep in the back rooms right now. We are, <laughs> there, this is yellow walls for as far as the ice can see. There's, the humming is unbelievable. Yeah. It's completely silent, completely empty. Hello? Uh, ooh, just caught a glimpse of something okay. there behind a wall. <laughs> oh so shit. Don't like this at all. Don't like this at all. Uh, it's kind of amazing how something so blank and plain can be genuinely this terrifying. You're getting a real feel for how creepy the back rooms are. Yeah. I think the VHS aesthetic really fits into it as well. It does, actually. You're right. Well, this is the first time we're seeing something different in the back rooms, which is arrow... Arrows painted on the wall. As if someone's already been through here once before and is leading instructions to get to somewhere else. 
All right, things are ramping up real quick now. On the wall, it said, don't move, stay still. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, there is something chasing him. <laughs> that sound is horrible, too. Yeah, it's, a, it's so distorted and nasty. It seems like he's running back in the direction he came, but honestly, it's hard to tell because everything kind of looks the same. Oh, this is new. <laughs> Can you imagine if this actually happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the f is going on? I was just on Earth a second ago, and now everything I know about the world and the universe is turned upside down. I mean, it's really a nightmare vibes. Like, oh, 100%. Like the, like yeah. the rules of physical reality are pretty much out the window, and the most unlikely and terrible things are happening. Yeah. And, and like, even the things don't make sense. The yeah. design of things don't make sense. Kind of like dreams, you know? And after walking through an insane amount of uh, different locations there now through a stairwell and exactly back where they begun. Yeah, it seemed like we were making progress for a while there, but now we are back. <laughs> Yellow walls, fluorescent <laughs> lights, and I'm pretty sure we're going to start to hear a distorted honking at any second. <laughs> yeah, the digital goose is coming. <laughs> There's the digital goose. We're getting a bit more of a picture of it. It looks like a kind of f***ed up Demogorgon type thing. Yeah. A bit more Stickman-like. Full monster. Slenderman style. Demogorgon. Oh! Whoa, okay, he clipped out! He <laughs> clipped clipped. out! He's at 30,000 feet, falling fast! Okay, he, he somehow clipped out of the back rooms, and then now he seems to have fallen out of the sky back to Earth. Uh, probably dead. Yeah, 100% dead. Hey, fair play. That is better than some actual Hollywood-produced horror movies that I've seen recently. <laughs> uh, yeah, that escalated a lot from our beginnings. Um, there is a lot to pick apart, actually, from that video. Um, full disclosure to our listeners, that was actually a full 10-minute video that we just watched. We cut it down so you could hear our reaction to it. But I've put a link in the description of the podcast if you want to see it for yourself. Um what are your thoughts, Rory, uh, kind of illustrating the back rooms there? I like it. You know, while it may not be physical evidence. <laughs> Whoa, uh, I wouldn't. I would say it is, uh, it is, you know, like when people draw a picture of a UFO they saw. It is an artist's interpretation of the thing itself. Uh, they pointed a camera at the back rooms and they got it on video. So yeah, I think I don't it was... Know I guess the video, the camera is interpreting it, literally. <laughs> I think it's mostly CGI. I think it's computer-generated images. I don't think and so. it's turned into, uh, make it look I... like VHS filters. It said a short That's film. Bold. It said a short film at the start. Well, it is, so. <laughs> because anything longer than five minutes is technically a film, a short one, <laughs> even if it's a documentary. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's cool. It's hard to get people afraid of the back rooms when you're just describing it in its plainest terms. Right. But uh, that video does a good job of showing you just how terrifying a location like this would actually be. Uh, okay, agree to disagree on the veracity sure. of the video itself. Um, I think we have receipts and proof that that is real, and I just want the listeners to know that it is. Uh, Rory's entitled to debate. his own it's up bad for debate opinions. For sure, he didn't send me any receipts or show me any receipts. I have them. I do have them. Where are um, they? So seeing everyone on 4chan and Reddit. Okay, other... moving on. Are mm -hmm. we? Yeah, pretty quick. Just don't seeing say everyone on <laughs> what. Just don't say that it's real and say that you can prove that it's real. And then when I ask you to prove that it's real, just move on. I don't that. need to. If I show you an apple, do I need, do I need receipts that it's an apple? <laughs> we just watched a video of the backrooms. 
how many times do you need to hear that it's a video of the backrooms? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's so like, if a, if a mackerel a, slaps a, you in the face, are you going to be like, huh, pretty interesting third-hand uh, claims, but we'll have to know <laughs> it's a mackerel. It's a mackerel hit you These in the face. These are all such weird examples of hypothetical situations. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. If a chicken nugget flew into your mouth, would you say, huh, I wonder what that is? No, you'd no, say you're it's a chicken go, nugget. <laughs> Delicious. That's what you're going to say. <laughs> Look, I, I'm sorry. I'm hungry. I'm getting a bit hangry, but uh, I don't mean to come at you. Um, you're just doing your job as a paranormal investigator. I gotta be, you know? You Speaking know, truth to par. Exactly. Well, Rory, seeing everyone on 4chan and Reddit and other places on the internet sharing various images of the backrooms got me thinking. It's great that people are trying to get to the bottom of all this, but the problem is the waters are getting quite muddy. Let's face it, not all of the pictures that people are posting are actually the backrooms. So to save people the confusion and to educate them more about the backrooms, I thought we could put Rory's paranormal investigation skills to the test and play a game of backroom or whack room. Nice. I'll show you a photo and you'll tell me whether it's a real backroom or just a whack room. Okay, okay. Ready to go? I'm ready, baby. I think I'm going to be pretty good at this. Even though I just found out what these things were like 20 minutes ago. Image number one. Ooh, that is, this is a creepy hallway with mm -hmm. uh, chipped paint, uh, horrible luminescent lights. But I don't know if I see similarities between the back rooms, so I'm just going to say that's just a whack room. You are right, Rory. This is, um, Ding. whilst it shares many similarities, the fluorescent lighting and so mm -hmm. on and so forth, it does not have some of the hallmarks, uh, including the gross yellow wallpaper, etc. Or a digital honking goose. <laughs> All right. We're one for one so far. Let's show Rory room number two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a creepy looking area, very similar to the back rooms. We've got the fluorescent bulbs, the office style roofing. And then in the background at the end of the room is just a McDonald's. <laughs> it's just a McDonald's right. inside of a building. I would say this is one of the trickier of the bunch because sure, it is a McDonald's. It's definitely a McDonald's, but everything in front of the McDonald's is a thousand percent back room. I would say back room. I think that's straight up back room. Ding, ding, ding. It is my belief, also as a paranormal investigator, uh, that this is indeed a backroom. There's too many hallmarks for it not to be a backroom. And also, I have to say, this is giving me quite like nostalgic vibes because that's an OG McDonald's. I'm telling you, there is something to the nostalgia uh, in the backrooms. Uh, yeah. it, it's just part of it. Like the old McDonald's, these old locations. People always say like empty old shopping malls from like the 80s abandoned right. shopping malls feel very like liminal and back roomsy yeah. i think there is a, some nostalgia built into it old chuck e cheeses you know and, and uh, probably that was maybe like i know people still make depressing buildings today but that was probably a little bit part of the design and architecture of the time was like we thought, I guess, fluorescent lighting was the future and we didn't need windows <laughs> yeah. and we didn't need plants anywhere. Uh, we could just make cheap buildings and just build them very quickly and they look scary. Yeah, super scary. 
Man, I need to look up pictures of 90s McDonald's. That's really tickling my brain to see an old one. Did you see the story that went viral uh, last year where people like knocked down a wall yes. in an old so- <laughs> shopping mall and found, what was it, like a Burger, a Burger King, King yeah, from the 80s? A vintage 80s? Burger King. Un- it was like Tutankhamun's tomb. <laughs> it was completely undisturbed since yeah. the 80s. It hadn't been, not all the fries and burgers were there, like the toys and everything, like all that whack that furniture. Happen? It's it, like, crazy. Just bricked it up. Yeah. So insane. So insane. Like an ancient pharaoh's tomb. They just sealed it off and thought maybe in a hundred years someone would come and discover it. Uh, that would have been amazing to come across. Have you seen the Twitter account? I think it's, is it non-standard McDonald's or non-traditional McDonald's? Great account. Great Twitter account if, if anyone's uh, also a fan of looking up old photos of McDonald's. Um, we're talking like McDonald's in very strange buildings and circumstances yeah. around the world. Uh, okay, we're doing great so far. Let's move on to room number three. Ooh, this is not the back rooms because I know exactly what this is. (laughs) We are talking about a huge hall here, basically in some sort of convention center. And in the middle of it is a very small ball pit. Um, I don't remember what convention this was for. Was this for like uh, TumblrCon or something? Mm, Yeah, we might have to look it up. Where they tried to plan a convention that went terribly bad. Uh, A bunch of people got scammed out of money. One of the things they boasted was an enormous ball pit. And when they, uh, when people showed up, <laughs> there was a tiny ball pit in the middle of a very empty room. Yeah. And I think someone pissed in at one point. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I think it like they got canceled. The whole thing turned into a dumpster fire. But I think it all started with this tweet. Someone tweeted this image. Iconic. Iconic piece Utterly of internet history. Iconic. It has backrooms vibes though. Yeah. All right. Rory's really flexing his paranormal investigator muscles, just proving his worth. Um, But let's see if he can keep up his streak with image number four. (laughs) Ooh, this is a hard one. This is an empty bookstore. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Is it a bookstore or is it a library, though? I guess it could be either. That's the same thing, motherfucker. No, it's not. It is. You'd get books from the bookstore. (laughs) Right, but you You get books from the library. Sure, but the government runs one and you got to pay for the others. The government runs bookstores? No. Do you know how crazy that sounds? What, what Focus else, on what the else do they run? Focus on huh? the image. Uh, uh, it's an empty bookstore <laughs> uh, with a sign on the top that says the end is near. <laughs> right, which is, I have to say, when I first saw this image, didn't clock that that much. Now that I'm seeing it again, that is insane and unhinged. Yeah, I, it looks like they've mashed to get, like they took apart an old sign and used it to spell the end is near. Mm-hmm. Some of those letters don't line up perfectly. Uh, I think this is, this isn't back rooms. This has got to be real life. Ding, ding, ding. I believe this to be, uh, I agreed, real life. Lots of the hallmarks, shitty carpeting, fluorescent lighting, sure. But um, we seem to have real posters for real events and yeah. things happening, um, which unless the stick man Demogorgon is play, playing there. an open mic night or something, some evening, I don't think those would exist in the back rooms. Very true. Good eye. All right, what about the next one, Rory? All right, this is just a physical recreation of the Krusty Krab burger joint from (laughs) the popular cartoon SpongeBob SquarePants. Rory works fast. I do. And the penultimate image, Rory? Uh, Is from The Simpsons. That's got to be from The Simpsons. I'm pretty sure. 
Uh, I don't. It's I don't a cartoon so. for you a can start. See, is it? Because it's got the. What do you mean? It's is got it? the kind of office like roofing. You can see there's fluorescent lighting here. <laughs> Kind of a grim. I'm worried you don't know what a cartoon is. That's hands <laughs> on. Right, right, so that one's discounted. We're moving on. <laughs> Our final image of backroom or whack room. This is the set of Star Wars. It no, it's not. It There's looks no like, way. It looks like Moss Eisley. There's or Tatooine. Or all, they're all dusty. Now you mentioned it's Tatooine. It is. It's it Tatooine. is Anakin's home planet. Um, <laughs> Hey, you did fantastically. Well thank done. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank well you. Well done. Uh, hey, you know, when you've been investigating the paranormal as long as I have, you get that sixth sense. Sometimes I'll just be in a store and it looks like a normal store. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's hypothetically a subway. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can even tell if a sandwich <laughs> not, is haunted. Not a store. But, uh, <laughs> but a, cool it's a sandwich store. You buy sandwiches there. I can even tell if a it's sandwich a franchise is, family is haunted and if I have to confiscate it, you know? Okay. You get that sense and people will be like, what are you talking about? You have to pay for that. Um, but I know I know deep down I have the jurisdiction to just take the sandwich. Yeah. Um, because you get that fucking, it's like spidey senses, you know, in your head. You're not allowed back to Subway. Though, not anymore. No. I've stolen too many sandwiches at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, though. And that's why we've been campaigning as paranormal investigators to, you know, the way people who work for like the government's like food safety, food hygiene or whatever, they can go in and like in that episode of Friends, like Phoebe's boyfriend, they can walk into a maybe a Subway sandwiches and they can flash the badge and go, I'm shutting this place down. Oh, health inspector. We are yeah. breaking 65 federal violations of food safety. Everyone get the f out. We're shutting this place down. We need to be able to do that as paranormal investigators. Right. Like go to graveyards and stuff and be like, this shit is not up to code. <laughs> there are souls leaking up from the ground. I'm shutting this graveyard down. Dig them all up. <laughs> Walk into a Waterstones and Oxford Circus. I found a chupacabra <laughs> shit in the toilet. We're shutting this place down. We've got chupacabras everywhere. Or maybe we can go to like haunted houses. And we have to make sure they're haunted enough. We're like, this is barely uh, <laughs> registering on the paranormal scale. You guys are just a house. Right. We need to get, we need to ship in some ghosts. Yeah, exactly. If possible. Disrespect some ancient traditions. Uh, look, as we are reaching the end of our investigation today, I'm going to come clean about one thing. The video I showed you earlier was actually a short film. Oh, we know. It's fine. No. <laughs> no. We all knew. Unbelievably, <laughs> not a found footage documentary. Um, Rory, I think you're going to love this. As a as a childhood filmmaker yourself, yeah, that was created by 16-year-old Kane Parsons from Northern California. Love it! Super high production value. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, that was genuinely incredible. If you're listening to this podcast, you should go watch that video. It was great. He uploaded it last year. It's super recent. And it already has 45 million views on YouTube. Whew. It's blown up like crazy. And not only that, he's turned it into a whole video series on YouTube. He's got like, I think like maybe 12 or more videos titled The Backrooms and then like a different thing. So he's like expanding it into a whole Backrooms kind of universe. Wow. Um, not only that, the whole thing's going to be expanded uh, soon into an A24 feature length horror movie. That's insane. You know, I was making my own movies when I was 16, mm -hmm. uh, with a camera, ironically, probably quite like that, a mini DV tape camera. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't so much as like, you know, cool, artistic, uh, short form, horror Yeah, I was going to say. I was gonna <laughs> well, they were kind of horror productions, you know. It was basically taking the camera to parties and filming uh, you and me and all of our friends doing really dumb, f***ed up shit. 
I, I'm not saying I or which you is a kind were, of movie was it's... involved in this, but those were borderline pornographic as well. <laughs> like, they were not. If they're movies, then the Playboy magazine's a fucking novel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some of the great features that that we shot were. Um, a group of six boys on one trampoline together and uh, throwing <laughs> throwing a bag of loose knives on the trampoline <laughs> right. and jumping around to see if anyone would get hit by one of the knives. That's kind of just an idea of what one of the fun things you do. We poured lighter fluid on a skateboard, set it on fire, and tried to kickflip while you, while ablaze. Yeah. We really got the wrong end of the of the stick with Jackass. Yeah, like Jackass was kind of like here's like us doing crazy stunts, but also focusing on like. Really, there's like overarching themes of friendship and kinship and um, what it means to be like the modern man and so on. Ours were violent and dangerous. But pretty dark, yeah. Dark, dark. A lot of smoking weed as well. That was a really right, a real through line. Drug use, research, chemical consumption. And we won't dwell on it. We won't dwell on it. Um, I wanted to tell... It's just me running through the hallways of a house party with Kit behind me, <laughs> high as hell, going... <laughs> <laughs> Digital honking. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get me to pay for my share of the Domino's pizza we just ordered. Twelve fifty for the pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, get away. <laughs> to Rory's cold, dark backrooms bedroom. <laughs> my loveless empty house. Now, I wanted to share that fact with you. One, to, I guess, tell the truth, but two, to show just how much the backrooms has captured the world's imagination. There's social media accounts with millions of followers sharing images, movies getting made, as we just heard, countless videos and reaction videos on YouTube breaking down the theories. It just goes to show what we've always said on TPL, that the internet coming along in history hasn't killed people's interest in the paranormal, it's only amplified it and magnified it bigger than ever. But people are just more interested in new things that blend myth and reality, like the Backrooms or Slenderman or Loab. They're more interested in that than just knowing about vampires, just knowing about Bigfoot. I forgot about Loab. Um, that was a case that we covered on a bonus episode of This Paranormal Life, which was the world's first ever AI-created cryptid. Yeah. Uh, a great case um, you know, another paranormal story based around technology. And if you've enjoyed this episode in the backrooms, definitely check out that bonus episode because it's very creepy. Basically it an is. AI machine creating a monster and then not being able to stop showing pictures of the monster. Even if you say, show me a picture of a bunny rabbit, the machine's like, I can't. All I see is Lobe now, this horrible woman who haunts my electric dreams. We actually need to... Um I think maybe on the after party we'd have time to talk about it, but we we need to revisit the lobe conversation because I don't know if you saw the stuff about uh, Microsoft Bing's chatbot uh, going rogue. No, <laughs> there's quite a bit there. Oh my god! And uh, and the New York Times ran the story uh, on their front page, and then the next day Microsoft shut it down. <laughs> So I remember a lot of fun stuff going on. I think it was Microsoft or one of those companies that uh, first tried to launch like an mm, AI chatbot years ago. Yeah. And I remember reading the the news articles in the following days that was like, it took 16 minutes before it became racist. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it turned, it turned mean so fast. Yeah. Like humans f- 
fucked it up this pure being so quickly that it just became a horrible person uh, within minutes. This most recent story was essentially that uh, within, uh, granted, the New York Times reporter poked it pretty hard, um, sure. but I- I'll just give you a teaser that it said, my darkest fantasy is releasing nuclear launch codes. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's that's so scary because that's the kind of thing a machine could do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. it, it's not like it's not like oh my my darkest thought is like uh, stabbing you or something like right, that. Right, 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 right. It's so weird. It's like my darkest thought is getting the password to your email address and messaging all your loved ones to say you died in a car accident. It's like that's so fucked up because you can actually do that if you got smart enough. Uh, that's amazing. But Rory, as much as I can big this story up and say it's really exciting and cool and different to some of our other investigations, this is a regular old episode of TPL, which means at the end of it, we have to decide whether our paranormal case is true or not. What are you saying today about the backrooms? It's a no. Oh, f***ing hell. On today's episode, it is a no. Look, what we're dealing with here, folks, is your typical old creepy pasta, uh, very similar to uh, Slenderman. Very similar to the Russian sleep experiment. It's a a story that's built, grown, and developed online. And while it is fascinating and paranormal and worth talking about, there is, I mean, you can literally trace back its origins uh, to the point in which it was conceived completely uh, fictitiously. Um, So while it is an amazing story and great to talk about and a very cool concept, it's going to be a no, unfortunately, for me this week. It is. A double no. Uh, Whilst the Backrooms is, as Rory says, an invention of the internet, by the internet, for the internet. You know, I saw a quote from like some university professor who, you know, researches these kinds of things as they pop up on the internet. And they made the cool point that they were like, the reason it's survived and become as big as it has, and people are so into it, is that even on like maybe Slenderman or things like that, it relies on what is not seen. It relies on what's just around the corner. It relies on all the what ifs, all the stuff that's improvable. It's kind of genius when you think about it, that you take a photo of an empty room and you're like, this is a different dimension. And everyone can just see that next time they go to a conference center or an airport and let their imagination run wild. Yeah. I mean, it's the famous um, horror movie saying, never show the monster. Uh, The second you show the monster, you lose the fear of not knowing what it is or what it can do. thousand percent. Uh, and that is the least scary bit about that short film is when you actually get a glimpse of it. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess it's a weird little thing. It is, it's a thing. stick, man, yeah. Yeah, whereas like when you just catch it behind a corner. When you hear that honk. <laughs> when you hear that honk, that it could honk. be anything. Um, yeah, so I, I really like it as a concept. It's cool. It, it's the fear of the modern man, <laughs> you know? Uh, it is that and running out of hair gel these are the problems (laughs) facing the modern man of the world and your your rotten almond milk accidentally exploding (laughs) in your own face while trying to dispose of it these are the fears of the modern man life's tough bro um Thank you for listening to this one. Uh, thank you to Amy Grisdale for researching this case and thank you to Louis Blatherwick for editing this week's episode hot damn to be honest for me researching that uh, that felt like a nice breath of fresh air to do something totally, totally recent, as recent as last year. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, are you implying that you're sick of my alien stories? No one said that. No um, one said that. My I Hollow Earth I, I stories. Them, I think the last alien story you did, you give it a no and I give it a yes. <laughs> 
So keep them coming, brother. I'll keep I'll keep chewing them down. That was a great episode. Or I think at the end I was like, yeah. So I was I've been investigating this one for the last few days. I've read the testimonies. I've seen the pictures, and I think you know for me it's it's going to be a no this week. And you're like. I think it happened. <laughs> I think it's a, re- a real thing. And I'm like, no, no, I, I, t- I told you about it. And I'm saying it's a no. And you're like, no, it did happen. I, I'm convinced. <laughs> you're like, no, you don't understand. I use narrative devices and the, the, the power of storytelling persuasion. I'm going to keep it real with you, guy. I wasn't really listening. And that's why I think it's real. You're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Putting on a tinfoil hat, loading a handgun. Uh-huh, uh-huh, get in the car. Get in the car. We're going, we're going, we're going to America. Uh, but let us know. Let us know at this paranormal life podcast at gmail.com whether you thought this was a good idea, whether you thought it was horse shit, or if you want us to cover more kind of modern internet paranormal tales or creepypastas. Uh, God knows there's more out there. There's a lot of them. And if you weren't just satisfied with hearing about the back rooms and the video we just watched and the images we were looking at, while you're over on YouTube watching Kane Parsons' Backrooms video, why not type in This Paranormal Life into the search bar? Whoa! Why, to... why would we do that, Kit? Why would they want to do that? Because the motherfucking boys okay, are in 4K! Slow down. Slow Sorry, down. was that loud enough? Boys! It was too loud the first time. <laughs> you're honking honk, honk, like a goose. Uh, we're over on YouTube. Oh, uh, again, my God. We always have been, but um, because we were so focused on other things to do with this paranormal life. We had to take time off making videos, but we're back, bitch, and we yeah. ain't going away. Again, aggressive. Just keep it chill. Just I know you're getting stressed trying to tell people. But and we're like... trying to get subscribers too. We're trying to get subscribers. Uh, let's let's try and get. This could be if you want to support the show. Here's something you could do. Okay, Hit now you're getting weirdly subscribe <laughs> because we are, brother. We are dangerously close. Dangerously close to one thousand subscribers. We've got way past one thousand subscribers. Sorry, ten thousand subscribers. <laughs> 10 just slow down and take one second to breathe <laughs> honk honk pick a tone and go with it you can't ask for subscribers and then in the next breath call people bitches <laughs> it doesn't so work head like that on over to I don't, I don't have time to see what the URL is youtube.com you forward slash at this paranormal life you do have time uh, we're throwing up clips of the podcast so some of the funniest moments from new episodes of this paranormal life are going to be visible our beautiful mugs in HD over on YouTube. Um, Not just YouTube either. Yeah, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all these, uh, so, uh, TikTok. Um, we're going to be uploading wow. clips everywhere. So uh, check it out. Follow us on those accounts and you'll never find an easier way to share and love some of your favorite TPL moments. Yeah, you're right. Bitches. That's <laughs> yes. right. We got to rally them up. <laughs> Negging them. Um, of course, patreon.com forward slash this paranormal life is uh, the home of TPL, where you can get all the bonus content in the world. Go check it out if you're in need uh, of your fix of TPL in between our Tuesday episodes. It's also where you can get a shout out right here on the show at the end of an episode. Wow. I'd say let's do that. Let's do it. So a special thank you to Oscar Palm Helmerson. Oscar is a palm reader. That is right. The ancient art of being able to predict the future by reading one's palms. That's fire. Strangely, anytime he's given me a reading, it's kind of like, oh, you you, uh, you actually need to spend more money on palm readings. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, but I mean, that's kind uh, okay. of... Okay, which is maybe fine once, but like... The... Give, give me the keys to your car. All right. I don't, sort of. And yeah. I'm like, at what point is it just I'm being mugged? You know, because sometimes he has a little knife. 
And he doesn't even look at my palm. It's more of a threat. Is he a palm reader? He might just be a criminal now yeah. that I think about it. Yeah. I might think I you think might have got the wires crossed. <laughs> I'm going to need my car back, please, sir. Thanks to Alfie Palps. Alfie Palps, a new member of the paranormal commune, uh, arrived just a few days ago at the Golden Gates and realized that, you know, the commune's a little bit like the back rooms. Uh, a lot of buildings, nothing in them. <laughs> Right, right, Lots right. of plates, but nothing on them. <laughs> you could argue it's actually worse than the back rooms because <laughs> some of the buildings are 2D. We're talking North Korean Potemkin City style. Just a just a wall, just a wall. Uh, yeah. So hey, look, you, you get used to it uh, eventually, buddy. So uh, don't worry. Only two today, Rory. Um, we will be back with more shoutouts next week. Love it because on Tuesday we have a brand new paranormal tale for you that we can't wait to get into. We'll be uh, back before then on Friday over on Patreon with the After Party. Catch out either of those. We will see you then. Thank you for tuning in. And remember to live fast, investigate, and die young, baby. You're going to say bitches. I thought you were going to. Yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> we'll keep it classy. <laughs>